This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. There are legends around here. Who died my G fucking king of the zombies? Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Feeling good, man. Fantastic. Not bad. Not bad. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it to Ted just to kind of have that. All right. Well, everybody's like fantastic, feeling good. You know, I I don't want to hype everybody up, so. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to keep it on the down low. Not bad. I love it. Actually, I'm doing fantastic. I got my vinegar syndrome stuff in today, so it's awesome. That's true, and that's a good reason to feel fantastic. It's like Christmas in June. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, with the amount of movies you fucking got, it's it's fucking yes. amazing. I mean, and I, like I, this month, they had a huge amount of movies that they were putting out anyways, and then all the stuff that you ended up buying on top of that. I mean, you had yes. quite the haul. <laughs> Did. Got a bunch. Who it's needs great. women when you got vinegar syndrome? <laughs> that's what I said. Well, that's how they made their start. Buddy. That is very true. <laughs> if you want classic erotica, <laughs> go to oh, vinegar syndrome. That's not what I got. I got Scanner Cop 1 and 2, baby. That's 4K. Right. Okay. That's awesome. Come on, Ted. We all know you're really saving all your money for the Valentine's Day sale. <laughs> I already got the money in my wallet for that, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to save up. It's already saved. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You get paid for your movies that get sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. How you doing, man? I'm the one who directed Hard Soap, and I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> that's, how, that's how good I am. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're, we're actually going to be taking a little bit of a break from... Uh, doing movie reviews just for a little while. We're actually on episode 95 of our podcast. And so we're, we're going to just change things up just a little bit um, until we reach episode 100. And uh, so I watched the Blair Witch Project for nothing. <laughs> son of a son of a bitch. Sean, Sean it, was, it wasn't for nothing. It was my prank on you. Damn it. So that's what we were doing tonight. I hate all of you. I hate you guys. So yeah, we're just going to take a little bit of a break from reviewing movies. And tonight we're, we're going to actually talk about some of our favorite horror franchises and uh, just kind of choose our favorite and least favorite entries in those franchises. So we'll be getting into that here in just a little bit. But before we do that, though, what have you guys been up to this week? Oh, man, I went to Zombie Fest last weekend and freaking had a blast. Woo! Middle few famous people watched a shit ton of movies and tried to stay dry because it rained almost the whole fucking time. But it was still freaking great, man. It's the, the Mahoney driving. And I just heard that on the first, they opened the inside of the snack bar back up. So 
Yeah, I, I see that post on Facebook about that. Weekend. I'm not, but I want to just to <laughs> go in the fucking snack bar. Right. <laughs> Please donate to our GoFundMe pledge so Sean can go to Troma Fest. Let's do it. Outside of that, man, um, just watched a couple of movies. I watched Piranha and Cat's nice. Eye. Nice. Cape Fear with Robert De Niro. Nice. I guess that's a remake, nice. but that's an awesome remake. So. Wait for you to say a bad movie so I can make a joke. But <laughs> you're ruining it. They're all good, man. You're ruining it for me, Sean. <laughs> and I started Demon Slayer, which I'm only three episodes in, but it seems like it's going to be awesome. Man. It's great. That's my awesome. cousin, like my cousin, and his his girl, they went to the theater to see the movie, the Demon Slayer movie that uh, was like plain limited. Yeah, mm. yeah, it, it was. was, it was, I was weird. Like, I it was, it was kind of sooner so I could see that. But... It it was kind of funny because because I took my nephew to see Mortal Kombat, and then we were walking back to my car. All of a sudden, somebody honks at us. I'm like, who the heck is honking at us? What the? And it turned out it's my cousin. He's like, hey. I was like, hey. So I thought, because he's a big Mortal Kombat fan, I was just like, hey, you guys, I said, are y'all here to see Mortal Kombat? He's like, no, we're here to see Demon Slayer. And I'm like, oh. He says, we're going to watch Mortal Kombat at home. And I was like, you traitor. <laughs> <laughs> watch Mortal Kombat in the theaters, man. Uh, I love it. I watched all of them at home because I'm just an asshole. But I went to the drive-in, so don't matter. <laughs> exactly. So you're doesn't. the reason I have to support Vinegar Syndrome is because you keep streaming stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I didn't like the price, but I still bought Scanner Cop. One and two, so. Oh, it's so worth it. It's I worth it. it. I watched Mortal Kombat at home too, Ted. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> you know what? All you guys are dead to me now. <laughs> I went to see Spiral in a quiet place in theater. Right, Mark, I almost went there. to see Spiral at like their local movie theater there just to do Mark, something. Mark, you're, you're Mark, you're no longer dead to me. You're cool, Sean. You're you're like 17 feet in the grave because <laughs> you didn't see, you didn't see Spiral. 17 feet, holy shit! That's fucking deep. Nobody's coming to get you, buddy. Yeah, but I saw Raw Force on 35 millimeters. So. That's true. <laughs> Sean, you can't you can't kiss up to me right now. It's too late. When you, when you mentioned you didn't see spirals. Just... I love no, it. I still, I still love you. I still like you, Sean. Don't worry. Sugar bear. <laughs> Sugar bear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't I saw Joker on HBO Max. I didn't see it in the theater or buy it. It's, yeah. When I was babysitting for that same cousin two weeks ago, he his his girl has HBO Max, so I just logged into that and watched Joker, and then I watched Justice League right after that. <coughs> so, I can't. I really can't say anything. <laughs> it is what it is. Hypocrite. Oh, I did watch the Son of Sam <laughs> thing on Netflix too, man, which was pretty good. Nice. Oh, the John. Which... Just... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it shines light on the whole thing, like, because I don't know a lot about that, man. I've never dug into a lot of the serial killer stuff, but it just made me fucking realize a few crazy things, man. Like, I don't know, y'all can think I'm crazy, but I don't think he was, he did, he acted alone. So, <laughs> after I mean, watching the Netflix thing and then digging on shit on my own, and like, it just seems. You mean crazy. the son of Sam? Yeah. Oh, he's, he said it time and time again. He wasn't the only one. I mean, everybody thinks he's nuts and don't want to yeah. believe him. 
if you follow the Maury, I can't think of his name. It's like basically what the Netflix things is based on is the guy that wrote the book, The Devil Inside, or mm-hmm. something like that. anyways, really good stuff. I don't think he acted well. Pretty cool stuff, though. I, I was just gonna ask if you guys have seen the Cobra Kai season four. 25 second trailer. Yes. No, I need to watch it. Oh my God. Terry Silver. Terry Silver. Fucking love it. And now he actually has silver hair. Yeah. (laughs) Since he's old now. Oh, Jesus. I love it. It's so simple. It's so effective. Just him standing there, back back facing us, silhouette. And they're just playing audio clips from Karate Kid 3. Man can't see, can't fight. The man can't breathe, can't fight. And then he just slowly turns his head, and, it's, uh, and then it, the text comes across the screen says, "Now the real pain begins." Cobra Kai four. And I was like, yeah, "That's yes. awesome!" Because like, yes. you can't get more assholey unless you bring him in with with Crease. Dude, so. he was so awesome in Karate Kid three. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I love Terry Silver. Be fun. He's a great villain. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's great to see like, and they've been adding so many dynamics to these characters to where. They're fleshing them out, and I'm so interested to see what the writers have done for his character for this season. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Right. We, we already got one of the I last mean, ones, and they're going to start yeah. doing spinoffs. So. I mean, we already we already seen young Terry Silver in the Vietnam flashbacks in season three. So, Let's see what he's been up to these past thirty five years, right? <laughs> <laughs> still being rich <laughs> probably but everybody wants what's her face um yeah. the crazy chick i can't think of her name right now because my i would my find that corny personally but i would find it corny people are saying it though because her last name is nichols and silver but i'm like man <laughs> that's too on the nose in my opinion yeah i hate <clears throat> some of the youtube rumor theory thing <laughs> I don't even watch those YouTube people. I'm just saying that's what I've read online. People are like, well, her last name's Nichols. So man, I'm just like, that's too that's too obvious. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Nope, I agree. All right, so Ted and Mark, what have you guys been up to this week? I We finished Demon Slayer. And Sean, you're in for a really, really fun ride. The action in that show is amazing. The The animation is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, um, we've been watching Invincible on Prime. Okay. And that show is freaking amazing. I think all of you would like it. It's got, it's a superhero uh, story. It's got like the Western animation, like old school superhero cartoons. Okay. From the 90s, but it is really brutal with the gore and the blood. It's, it's pretty good. It's like a... It's like a Superman like type thing. It's it's pretty good. Um I guess that's about it that I can still think playing of. Cards, man. Yeah, we're still doing that, still collecting. We're having a lot of fun doing that. We've been doing a lot of uh like pack openings and releasing a lot of like news of new stuff coming out on uh TikTok and Instagram and we've been getting we're, we've been growing quite a bit of followers. Nice. Um, we're t- we're going to try to get to ten thousand followers on TikTok, man, because then we can start making money. 
Hey, why not? <laughs> all them damn cons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because there's a bunch of other people doing it. It's like a huge fad. A lot of people are jumping oh, on know, doing man. it. Um, and people like we hit a hundred followers in like uh, like a week. And there's bad. people on there that are hitting a hundred, and they're like, "Oh, it's time to do a big giveaway," and they're giving away hundreds of dollars of stuff. And I just keep thinking, man, that's crazy. Right. I mean, that's something I would do at like a couple thousand or even more, because it's something like help get your page more uh, exposure. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know. People are, I guess, they're just excited about it. So we've been at two weeks, doing it for two weeks. We're almost at a thousand followers. Um, Instagram's not the same thing. I don't really think you're going to make a whole lot of money on Instagram, right? Uh, other than that, just watching shows. We're probably going to go watch The Devil Made Me Do It soon because that just came out. Yep, at home. Plot twist: The devil didn't make him do it. Yeah, at home. <laughs> yeah, we're you're watching. Uh, I no, no, you watch I at home, then the devil did make you do it. <laughs> I can't think of a movie in the next week or two that we're planning on going to see, but there yeah. might be one. I can't think of one. Okay, that's about it. All right. What about you, Ted? I've just been chilling. And relaxing, sleeping. It's just nice being on vacation. So enjoying that vacation life. I'm, I'm enjoying the vacation life. I just watched a couple of movies this week. Yeah, I watched uh, both Trilogy of Terrors. Mm-hmm. It's my first time to see Trilogy of Terror two, and it was okay. Yeah, the first um, is the better of us. The first that's is my the best. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. The Zuni doll TV is the best. Right here. <laughs> the, the Zuni doll is the best. It's got right, yeah. the the most tension and everything. It was really cool in the second movie that they had a direct sequel to the Zuni man or the Zuni doll, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't as good as the first one. That first one was just fantastic with just chasing her around the apartment and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. Karen Black. It's it's creepy. I mean. Every, it, it, the tension builds up and it's it's just scary. And I'm just like, darn man, this you know this thing's gonna jump out. He's gonna start staring. Out. He's all like rah, rah, rah. that noise he makes is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> he's stabbing her in the legs. Frightened him since I was like five or six years old, and I still think he's scary. Shit. <laughs> it is. It's creepy. So the second one was okay. Um, just not as the Zuni doll section of that one wasn't as tense. I still thought it was really cool that it was a direct sequel and takes place like right after. Yeah. The other two stories in that movie are okay. Like the 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 woman bringing her dead son back to life or wanting to bring her dead son back to life. And that was pretty entertaining too. I think that was probably the best one out of the, uh, the three in the second movie. Because he's chasing her around the house and he's just all taunting her like, Mommy, I'm going to get you. Get you, mommy. Where are you hiding, mommy? She's like in the pantry, and he's like, "Are are you hiding in the pantry, mommy?" And then he stops. And he's like, "Oh, I thought I heard you upstairs, mommy. You fooled me, mommy." And she's just, "I'm like, don't open the door, you stupid woman, because he's waiting right there for you." I said, "Don't open the freaking door." She, of course, she opens it, and he's he charges at her with the knife, and she hits him with like a wrench or something. <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> it's a crazy, crazy segment, but I, I like that segment. But so second trilogy of terror two is not really a bad movie. It's just not as good as the first one. Um, I finally popped in the, I spit on your grave disc from the Ronin flick set and it looks gorgeous. It looks like a brand new movie. They did a great job restoring it and giving it a new transfer. So, um, yeah, I watched that. And, uh, like I said, uh, I sp- I've been spending the evening opening up my vinegar syndrome stuff, <laughs> just checking the stuff out. So, yeah, just just relaxing and enjoying enjoying my time. That's awesome. Great. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be nice having that vacation time. <laughs> I I'm already wishing I had more vacation time right about now. <laughs> Work is just. Well, because this this next week is when I switch my schedule and everything, so I'll be working Monday through Friday again. So, so I I, I got a, a a longer weekend this weekend, so that's that's kind of nice. But yeah, having to work at seven a.m. is going to be rough. Um, but as for me, I, I haven't really been up to a whole lot. I've been still watching Shit's Creek. I'm still making my way through that again. What season are you at? I'm at the end of, I'm either at the end of season four or the beginning of season five right now. I'm stuck in season four right now. I just, I need to pick up watching it so I can finish it. Yeah. And so I've been putting away at least a few episodes a night of that. And then I watched Double or Nothing last uh, Sunday after um, we recorded it and stuff. So that was nice to be able to see a wrestling event with, Frickin' fans. I mean, it just felt so like real. <laughs> and, I heard a lot of ex WWE wrestlers debuted mm-hmm. that night too. They sure were, and that's uh, good for them. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's just so nice that uh, to see fans again. It's just like it just makes the experience so much better for that. So, that, so I watched Double or Nothing. That was great. Uh, other than that, I, I haven't really watched a whole lot of movies. Uh, I've watched um, me and Andy from Dead in Santa Carla uh, and Brian from Dead in Santa Carla actually did a double feature of Rocky 1 and Rocky 2 the other night. Nice. And so we just uh, were testing out the uh, Slash and Cast Discord and... Uh, um, for like doing watch parties and stuff like that, so we, we we did that, and that was that was a lot of fun. Um, and then last night, uh, we watched Joe Bob, and I they were doing like a VHS double feature for, um, for Joe Bob last night. So it, it was like '80s movies that were like straight to video, like made on home video too. So it was like the stuff you'd see from like. Um, AGFA and stuff like that. Uh, so the first one was uh, one of the first ones ever made. It's called Sledgehammer. And then the other one was uh, called Things. And it's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. It was really, really hard to get through. Um, so that was... And there's a sequel to Things. Yeah. That's all I know. I haven't seen it. Oh, <laughs> Ted just throwing he was random stuff for out there. A punchline, but he was just being serious, <laughs> right? That was great. Yeah, that was <laughs> I just thought Ted was just being a smartass again. Like actually, three or four of those movies. <laughs> yeah, oh wow, I think so too. <laughs> yeah, I, I only made it a part of the way through things though uh, last night because I just wasn't feeling good. So, 
But yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty bad. It was pretty rough. And Sledgehammer was already rough as it is, and then that one was just worse. So, yeah, I didn't quite make it all the way through Joe Bob last night, unfortunately. But, yeah, other than that, I haven't really watched anything else. Uh, I've been playing my PS5 quite a bit, and that's been fucking amazing. I uh, started playing Man Eater, which is a great game, just for some mindless fun of just eating people and creatures and... It's just so fun. Just yeah, a Jaws simulator. Mad. So they put the squadron, Star Wars squadrons for the PS5. Yes, I downloaded that as soon as I saw it. Yep, so I got that. Ready to play that now. But yeah, I mean, um, if I haven't been playing Maneater, I've been playing a little bit of Fallout 76 and then uh, Destiny, of course, because that's just kind of my main game that I'm playing, so... But yeah, I mean, other than that, not a whole lot's going on. I'm still waiting for my Vinegar Syndrome package. Mine's supposed to be delivered tomorrow. Um, so it'll be nice to get all that. And uh, have all my stuff from the sale and the the May haul. So it, it, that'll be good to get that and be able to see the, the Scanner Cop 1 and 2 um, set. That'll be great as well. So... Yes. Really, really looking forward to that. It's so beautiful. You just you gotta wait till you. I'm just happy I got all of the all of those movies now from Scanners through Scanner Cop on an official disc. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. All in HD. (laughs) Get rid of my bootleg disc now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love it. I'm here for it. So yeah, not a whole lot going on this week. So I I, just to kind of uh, touch on just a couple little tidbits um with regards to news there, there really wasn't a whole lot actually there's more news in in wrestling than there is in horror right now um but a quiet place actually has a spinoff that's dated for 2023 now um from paramount so not really a whole lot uh, known other than that but quiet place too actually pulled in quite a bit of money you know for a post-pandemic uh a holiday box office they got like 58 million dollars last weekend which which isn't bad in comparison to you know just how things have been lately. So they pulled in quite a bit of money for that that weekend. They deserve it, it man. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. So far, it's my pick for movie of the year. Okay, that's good to know. I I still got to see it. I was gonna go see it this week, but um, I just haven't gotten around to going to see it because that's definitely one I want to go see in the theater. For Do sure. Do we know if the spinoffs being written and directed by John? Krasinski, or do we not know? Um, let's see. So it's uh, being directed by uh, Jeff Nichols, um, based off an idea by Krasinski. So um, he's not going to be directing the the spinoff. Mm-hmm. So what all that means, I, I who knows? But so somebody else is going to be directing the uh, the spinoff for it. So. Is that Jeff with a J or a G? J. Right, I'm going to check him out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Nichols. So, uh, yeah, so th- that's kind of what we know about that right now is just that they're planning for um, a spinoff. Uh, other than that, uh, the, the other thing I kind of wanted to touch on is, uh, you know, not really horror related, but, uh, you know, we've been talking a little bit about the Flash movie that's coming up. 
And I, I just wanted to geek out a little, a little bit because they kind of teased, you know, obviously um, Michael Keaton's Batman returning, and they have, like, the picture of, like, a bloodied uh, picture of, of, of the Batman outfit, of his Batman, which it's just, I, I just want this fucking movie to come out now. <laughs> I just want to fucking see this movie now. I heard Warner Brothers isn't too happy with the new Batman movie coming out, the one with the Twilight guy. Really? I didn't like, hear about I've, that. I've heard I've heard that like they've wanted reshoots or something. I don't know if that's the case. I heard something about them not being too happy with it for whatever reason. I don't know. Huh. I don't even know if that's true, to be honest with you. It's just a rumor I heard. Oh, yeah. I hadn't heard about that, so uh, that's definitely news to me. But who knows? I mean, <laughs> Warner Brothers has been so fucking weird when it comes to DC and yeah. shit. They, they just don't seem to have a grasp on things when it comes no, to DC. They need to stop making movies that are crap and stop canceling their shows that are gold. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. 100%. Are you saying that WB is the new Fox? Because that's what Fox <laughs> does all the time. <laughs> they have a good show, but they'll cancel it, but then they'll keep stupid crap on. Right. <laughs> but they're like the movie version of that, not TV show. Right. I feel so like you do that for a few years, and then you can release some good stuff and be like, "We're back, baby." <laughs> you know, it's so funny you say that because I really believe studios do that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Let's make some bad movies, and then people get fed up with it. We'll make one really good movie and make a bunch of money off. Yeah, it's like the new Coke thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Says. I believe New Coke was meant to be bad on purpose. <laughs> yes. Hey, it might have been. Because they made billions when they brought classic Coke back. (laughs) Billions. I I believe it. I don't believe that was an accident. I feel like that Batman actor, Robert Pattinson, I feel like he's not a horrible actor, but I feel like he ruined his career by doing Twilight. Yeah, because I think he's actually a fairly decent actor. But yeah, the whole Twilight thing kind of... <laughs> Which one yeah, is Muddy's he from Twilight? Little... Which one is he? The werewolf? The, or the he's man? the main character. All right. The vampire. Because like him in the lighthouse was fucking phenomenal. He did really hard good in Harry all... Potter. Yeah. Oh, crap. I forgot he was. He was the guy that got killed in one of the Potter movies, right? Yeah. The guy when the guy screaming, that's my boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. My boy, my boy Blue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the lighthouse, he was fantastic in that, and even like uh, Tenant, uh, that Christopher Nolan movie, he was really good in that too. So I mean, he's a competent actor. It's just that the whole Twilight thing kind of left a bad taste in everybody's mouth with regards to him. <laughs> so I mean, it is what it is. But I'm I'm actually excited for the Batman. Um, personally, I I, I kind of. I'm digging what they were doing just from the 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 first trailer that they released last year or or whatever it was. So, um, I'm excited to see what they do with it. And I I, I kind of like what how it looks and stuff. So, but that's just me. Um, just to kind of move on from there, I, just the last two things I kind of wanted to touch on. This is wrestling related. Uh, number one, just kind of with the return of fans. Um, being able to go to events now, they finally announced where SummerSlam. 2021 is going to be taking place. So it's going to be held for the first time in an NFL stadium in Las Vegas. And that's coming August 21st. 
So that's going to be interesting because this will be the first time it's being held in a stadium period since when they were in uh, Wembley Stadium for, uh, what was it, 92? Where the main event was Bret Hart versus British Bulldog? So it was it was around that time frame, yeah. Yeah, I think it was ninety two. Pretty sure it was. Um, so that that's kind of exciting that they're taking their second biggest show of the year and putting it in a stadium. And there's a brand new freaking huge arena too. Yeah. What team is in Vegas showing? Oakland. Oh, well, they used to be Oakland. The Raiders. Excuse me, Las Vegas okay. Raiders. There you go. So that's uh, that was announced uh, actually today. They they announced that. So um, exciting stuff just to be able to have. And this will be full capacity. So they'll be at full capacity for this event, which is super exciting because WrestleMania was great with you know having fans and stuff again this year. But you know obviously they had less fans because things were still kind of going on with the pandemic and everything. So, but for, to have a full stadium with Full capacity is going to be incredible, so I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Even though I'm not a big fan of the the product right now with WWE because their product sucks right now. So. <laughs> but that's that's a that's a different I can't story. I believe all the new firings they did, like Alistair Black. Yep, and that was the other thing that I had for news was uh, those firings because Braun was let go because of his fucking contract because he was getting paid a lot of fucking money. And there's been rumors of, like, um, maybe WWE's being sold, and this is, like, they're working towards that and all this stuff to... Make it make it look more promising with the cost. Yeah, yeah. So who really knows They've regarding... They've been firing a lot of people behind the scenes, too, man. Like yep. Names we don't know and shit. Right. They, I can't remember <laughs> the guy's name. It's one yeah. of the cons, which is kind of funny to me. Yeah, exactly. It all seems... I don't I know, man. When it happens... Like I look at, at first. I was like, "Man, this is gonna ruin wrestling." But I mean, WWE sucks anyways. Maybe it's mm-hmm. time because I, I don't care what anybody says, man. Once it's sold, that's it. It's going to die, and that's it. Yeah, it's not going to not wrestling, but WWE <laughs> is going to die as the existence will. But maybe maybe that's a positive thing for wrestling. We we maybe wrestling needs to be though. tossed up and thrown all the fuck around be <laughs> right. because we, honestly we i think most of wrestling isn't all that great in the first place. well Sorry we discussed this a few out. months ago where sean and i because after the peacock deal i came to the conclusion <clears throat> excuse me i came to the conclusion i was like you know i bet you vance isn't gonna leave the company to stephanie shane or triple h or whatever He's going to be greedy. He's going to sell it for as much as he can to whoever's the highest bidder, whether being the billions or whatever, and that'll be it. And I think that's what we're we're headed to now. I, yeah. The only the only way I can see WWE surviving at all is if like Stephanie Triple H or with a group of investors, kind of like what Eric Bischoff was doing for WCW back twenty years ago mm-hmm. to buy WCW, and then you know. Do his thing with it. The only way, the only way that WWE will survive, in my opinion, is if they do that. Is if Stephanie Triple H, okay, let's get some investors, let's buy this from Dad, and and then we can run the company. Rumor is NBC, which means to me, it's not even you know. That's probably corporation that's non wrestling related buys it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm saying if that's if that's what happens, you know, that's what's going to happen, but. I'm just saying the only way that this company can survive at this point is if somebody like Stephanie and Triple H 
but some sort of group of investors could buy it from Vince and then keep it going. But if it does, if that doesn't happen, then yeah, this will be it for WWE. If if it's being I'm sold, kind of cheering for it in a way, man. Maybe the <laughs> old days of wrestling can return. You got AEW, which is you know it has its little niche, and then you got NWA. <laughs> Billy Corgan's trying to push that back. Even though I don't like mm-hmm. that, I have to pay to watch it if I want to. Right. I'm not advocating for WWE. I'm just saying the scenario. That's like yeah. if it's going to survive, that's probably the only way it can survive. Maybe because like like what you just said, if if some corporation like NBC buys it, it's going to strip it, and that's it. You know, they're going to sell off whatever. I don't even know what they could sell off, but I guess the Thunderdome. I don't know if <laughs> whatever. <laughs> But they're not going to want to spend, you know, millions of dollars to to run a wrestling promotion. So it'll just be like, ah, let's just end it. Yeah. And that'll be it. I guarantee that's what's going to happen if some big corporation buys it. It'll be twice as generic as it already is. That's what I think. That's <laughs> right. That yeah. It'll problem. suck. But... It's, it's the most generic shit ever. <laughs> I haven't even this been watching this while. thing. And I don't know. It's also predictable. Not wrestling, but it's just the way WWE handles it. It's the same shit year in and year out set up and has been for at least a decade. Well, they're handling it incompetently, the storytelling. Yeah. Let's not forget the horrible Fiend versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. That was such a terrible... uh, That was horrible. Yeah, their product sucks right now. That's just putting it plainly. Well, they made me not care about the Fiend anymore. I don't even care anymore about the Fiend. They've neutered him too much. He's lost more matches... Then he's one, and he's supposed to be some big supernatural evil force. Everyone. You know, Shayna Baszler brutalized everyone in Elimination Chamber, came champion, and now she gets relegated to dumb shit at the time. I mean, she yeah. wasn't the tag thing, I guess, but I don't know. <laughs> she sure yeah. don't seem yeah. as dominant as she used to. So. It's terrible. They're just they don't know what to do with their wrestlers. They really don't. And and, and, and I love Alexa Bliss, but. This whole thing with her and Lily's already old because it seems like every week the only thing we get is a small segment of her sitting in her playground. She's on that swing with the doll and you say something cryptic. It's like a cry- crypt- cryptic, excuse me. And, um, you know, it's a segment that lasts maybe four minutes, if that, and then that's it. You have to wait a whole other- I-, I just stopped watching Raw. I just stopped caring. Yeah. I was like, we're, I mean, because like backlash, I was just like, okay, maybe we'll reveal, you know, that's when you like, like you have a couple of weeks of buildup and then you reveal, okay, who is Lily? What is Lily? What is, and, and nothing. Alexa Bliss wasn't even on the card. Nothing was there. So I'm just like, I don't, I'm tired. I'm done. I'm tired of this crap. Yeah. I just, I stopped recording raw and I haven't watched it and I haven't watched SmackDown in a long time. Cause that's even worse. <clears throat> it's old. It's, that's what it comes down to is it, it's getting fucking old. They WWE doesn't have a grasp on what they're doing anymore it's just like they it's just like the throwing darts at a fucking board just to see what sticks and see what they can do sticking (laughs) no it's 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 bad so i mean it's it's terrible uh yeah it's it's probably not the worst thing if they do get sold Mm -hmm. honestly it's really not but yeah that's just rumor though i mean who really knows what's fucking going on i mean until something actually is announced so yeah it'll still feel weird with no wwf or no matter how it goes down. So. Right. <laughs> Whether well, it should happen or not. It'll yeah, be it is. Anyways. All right, are we ready to talk about these franchises? I just wanted to mention a couple Blu-ray notes real fast. Man. Sure. Bestron is, uh, I don't know whose label that is. Uh, the Ray. It's Lionsgate. 
All right, Lionsgate. But the, the race, race baby. July twentieth on Blu-ray, man. Great fucking movie. Woo! Check it out. And um, Mill Creek's Ride has a street date, August seventeenth. I'm not sure if that date was released yet or not, man. So if you missed the Vinegar Syndrome, man, you can still pick that up. It's got decent special features on it and whatnot. And I'm not sure if this is a re-release or not, but Screen Factory is putting um, Return to Salem's Lot on Blu-ray. So. Nope, it's the first time it's been on Blue. Nice. That's what I thought, man. The, sure. the, only, the only release that movie has had is a DVD-R from Warner Archive. Yeah. So definitely pick that up, man, because that's... Larry it. Cohen. That's Larry Cohen, yeah. So <laughs> that was it, man. And next week, man, body slaying Godzilla. Damn right. <laughs> I love it. And of course, and of course, last week, as I mentioned, Maniac Cop two and three are getting four K releases from Blue Underground. Yep. And you'll probably get four more releases after that. Probably. <laughs> probably. Hey, that's what I said. That's what we said last week. When I when I freaking bought what was it again? Not the New York Ripper, the um, the House by the Cemetery. Yep. Like yeah. two weeks later, after I bought that big Blu-ray set from Diabolic, there, Blue Underground says, and in June of that year, Blue Underground is going to release a 4K of House by the Cemetery. And I was like, you sons of, <laughs> gotta love it. The, yeah, out of protest, <laughs> it's like I'm not rebuying this movie right now. <laughs> right. All right. Well, let's talk about these franchises. So we're going to be talking about some of the more popular horror franchises and just talk about our favorite and least favorite entries in uh, each of those series. So let's just go ahead and kick things off with uh, the Halloween franchise. Um, who would like to start? I'm so unprepared for this. But I'll, I'll go. <laughs> we're going with least favorite. Favorite and least favorite. But you can do it however order you want. Oh, it's it's a no contest. My least favorite is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Okay. Just for so many reasons. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> the biggest one is Michael Myers does not talk. Yes. Period. Yep. Period. Die. <laughs> um, He's my brother. Michael Myers, why me? <laughs> Tilson, Angel, you. <laughs> Who's Angel? That was my, that would have been my response. Who's Angel? What the heck are you talking about? Laurie, <laughs> are you off your meds again? <laughs> my favorite is Halloween 2. Okay. Uh, it was the first one I ever saw, and it... I could say with confidence that it emotionally scarred me when I was a child. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. <laughs> that the scene where he melts the the nurse's face in the hot tub stuck with me forever, and I was just terrified of bathtubs for a long time. <laughs> yeah, no that that scene was pretty graphic, and yeah that that one actually fucked with me a lot too when I was younger. <laughs> with that, that melted face. Awesome. It is awesome, but Jesus Christ, it was graphic. I love and it. And then the the live burning scene with Michael was it was badass. Yeah, <laughs> that fire stunt was fucking amazing. Let him burn. Oh wait, wrong movie. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, my least favorite is the exact same thing. Rob Zombie's Halloween too. 
freaking hate that movie. Okay. Every freaking time we come around, Halloween comes around, I tell everybody, I'm going to give it a second chance this time. I still haven't given that movie a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite is hard, though, man. I freaking love so many of those movies. And then, honestly, what I say today might not be what I say tomorrow. So Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll say part four because uh, it's like right there with two, though. Man. I don't know, man. I'll go with part four just because we already had a part two. But sure. Part four is great. It's got great atmosphere. Michael Myers seems really strong and badass to me. I mean, he always is. But And I love the um, dynamic with the niece. I really wish that it kind of went a different direction than the series ended up taking it, but and it's got a great ending. I love the ending. Good movie, man. There's so many yeah. great entries in that, though. That's a hard favorite. It is. It is. Yeah. All right, Ted. What about you? All right. Well, my least favorite is John Carpenter's. Hel- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, my least favorite is Halloween Resurrection. It's okay. Oh, how did I forget that piece of crusty? I blocked that out of my fucking mind. <laughs> Can I go it's back? My least favorite. That that movie <laughs> sucks on so many levels. Fuck, yes, and yes, was. that was a Jason X reference. Now so. it's hard to pick what's the fucking worst, man. Damn. <laughs> I still stand by mine. <laughs> The only thing I like about Resurrection is Buster Rhymes. That's, that's, that's the yeah. redeeming factor for me. That's the only right. redeeming yes. factor. Yeah. He has the best lines. He's the most entertaining aspect of that movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody everybody like praises the first 10, 15 minutes with Lori, but I think that's I a stupid... That, I hated that too because how stupid are you going to be where this guy just tried to kill you in the insane asylum. You have him trapped. You're ready to drop him on his head. Not that that would kill him because it's Michael Myers, but still you have him trapped. And then he starts acting like the, the guy from H2O that he switched places with. I'm like, are you that stupid? He, he busted through the door and has a knife has been chasing you through this insane asylum. And you're going to fall for that crap. I would have freaking dropped him on his head anyway if that was Michael or not. Somebody's still trying to kill you. That's it just stupid. felt like a rushed thing to get rid of her. That's what yeah. To get rid of her, yeah. It, it was horrible. And then every you got bland characters that yeah, are boring. makes it a little better than Rob Zombie's too. So I'll stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's bland characters. It's it's a generic it's just a very generic movie. Mm-hmm. The, the the one reason I put Rob Zombie's Halloween two above it is at least it's completely different. That's the one aspect I'll give Rob Zombie's Halloween two over Resurrection. But um, yeah, Re- Resurrection is the worst, and my favorite, of course, is still Part Four. I love the opening to that movie. Just the the atmospheric. It's showing the farms, and that just very subtle music is just playing. It feels I, lo- like I love Halloween. the atmosphere of the home. That's what I was trying to it say. Feels, yeah, it does. It feels like an actual, the actual season, not just the movie. It, yep. just, it, 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 it feels small town. It, it's perf- It's a perfect opening. I love it. always have. Um, again, I love the niece and uncle aspect of it, like Sean mentioned. Um, Daniel Harris is a fantastic actress. She was a fantastic child actress. I mean, I don't see anybody else pulling that role off. Um, Michael, I love how he basically has a plan. Essentially, he cuts the whole town into puts the whole town to darkness. But 
killing the hero of the franchise, Bucky, and throwing him into the Transformer and electrocuting him. <laughs> um, I love Loomis. I mean, it's like a journey. I mean, Loomis is going after him. The power lines or the, the lines get cut. So basically, you know, the town is almost essentially cut off with Michael running rampant in the town, essentially, when you, when you, you know, think about it. I mean, Sheriff Meeker has to get on the uh, the radio to call the state police, like the old CB radio, whatever that's in his basement. I love everything in the Meeker house. I mean, it's just a fantastic horror film. It's a fantastic slasher movie. You have some good kills, like Earl getting his neck ripped off. It's awesome. And um, just, I love Brady's fight to the death with Michael. <laughs> He's a stupid kid, but he, he made a stupid mistake. <laughs> But but he you know he he was a, he was just a kid but I mean he went down like a man so I love yeah. the characters in this movie and I just I think it's the best Halloween movie still he made I mean, the mistake ninety percent of teenage boys make so. yeah exactly it doesn't mean he deserves to die so. yeah. he he was a likable guy still he just he just did something stupid so yeah pretty much the I easy mean yeah, easy tell. <laughs> pretty much other than Kelly Meeker, everybody's pretty much likable in this movie. I mean, you know, Kelly's just a slut, so I mean, <laughs> so I don't have any respect for that, that character. But yeah. Cops do it by the book. But, uh, <laughs> That's what I was just but yeah. <laughs> but it's, I think it's it's the best. And um, until Halloween, until I get to see Halloween Kills, you know, it, it still hasn't been dethroned yet, so... We'll have to wait and see, but as of now, it is still my favorite, and has been for for so many years. Nice, I like it. Yeah, so for mine, least favorite is going to be Rob Zombie's H two. Um, obviously, everything that you guys mentioned, I I also don't like. Um, one thing I will say regarding that movie, just to speak a couple positives regarding the movie, even though it's still, I think, a pile of trash. Uh, number one, uh, the the film is definitely looks beautiful just with like the you know the way the way that they shot it and everything so it does have that going for it the first 15 minutes with the whole hospital scene was phenomenal that's the only thing i really like with regards to the movie and then also um brad dorif uh his performance in that was fucking heart-wrenching and the best i think performance in that whole fucking movie especially when when, annie gets killed yeah, I was about to say when he finds his daughter dead, darn ass. That like, if if you don't feel something when that happens, you're fucking don't have a soul. <laughs> when, when his, I mean, it's like he just lost all strength too, and you know the deputies had to pick him up and carry him out of the room because he yep. just couldn't even move, and it's just exactly. Gone. So yeah, so H two is definitely my least favorite now. Regards to my favorite, uh, I have to go with the original just because John Carpenter's original, I mean, it's like a master class in suspense. I mean, it's like the perfect suspense movie. They didn't have to rely on a bunch of gore, you know, to to get the scares and whatnot. I, I think, honestly, it's it's almost the perfect movie. Yeah. And it's... Oh, look, man. Yeah, first so... Three, honestly, those are the first three of the best horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not counting three itself. I mean, the three Michael Myers. Right, right. Yep. So, yeah, I I would definitely go with the the original for for being my favorite. All right, so next, uh, let's talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, What's your least favorite and favorites from that one? Well, I'll go first on this. My least favorite is 
the so-called remake, if that even counts as being in the fucking franchise. But oh, there was a remake. I hate that movie. Yeah, exactly. I don't even like mentioning things. Could you tell the hesitation in me? Even I don't want to fucking mention it. And again, I have to go with the part four on this. That might sound crazy. I love all these fucking movies. There's not a single one I don't fucking like outside yeah. of Freddy versus Jason and the remake. But four, I go to all the time, man. I just love the fucking characters in that movie. I love the way Freddy is. He's still evil, even though he's cracking jokes. But three is a close second. But I love the original. I can go on and on on that shit. I just settle with four. Four is great, man. That's the one I watch the most. So. Yeah. That is just a fun movie. I love the soundtrack on that fucking movie. Like, they I do have a fucking soundtrack. killer soundtrack for that one. Yeah, so I love the brother. All of them, man. Alice is fucking great. I think she's one of the best ones outside of Nancy in the series. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Man, I have to pick the remake. And honestly, before Sean even mentioned it, I legitimately did forget that it existed. Because I was sitting <laughs> here trying to rack in my brain, trying to pick which one I didn't like the most because i love them all and then sean just made my decision for me (laughs) um so that's my least favorite and my favorite is the original and it's one of the rare cases where the first one i saw is not my favorite okay first one i saw was the second one i still love it but my the the original movie it's it's just so good the acting is great the the writing is great is probably the best uh, performance from Johnny Depp you'll ever see before he ends up playing the same person in every movie over and over. And over. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. The th- looking at the behind the scenes stuff in that movie just blows my mind yeah. how creative they were making yeah. it. Read the book if you get a chance. But never sleep again. That's all about part one. Yeah, I saw the the documentary, but I haven't read yeah. the book. The book is great. I like it. Tedward. Okay. Um, <laughs> gosh, I really don't want to include the remake in this, but since everybody else did, the remake <laughs> It's one of the worst movies, one of the worst horror films, period. It just it the, sucks. The worst period. films, period. Uh, it, it, it's a terrible movie. My favorite, I'm going to have to go with Sean. Um, it's, it's a tie between part four and seven, so because I love both those movies. So yeah. I'm just going to say uh, New Nightmare. Since Sean already said part four, I love the meta I stuff. I love in it. New Nightmare. I love, I love, yeah, I love the acting in it and Wes Craven. It was great having him come back to direct it. Now, to me, that's the finale of Freddy. Yep. New Nightmare. It's, it's a perfect finale. I've always thought that since I was a kid. So yeah, New Nightmare is fantastic. I love it. I like it. Yeah. So for me, I, I don't include the remake even being a part of it. So I'm not even going to say that one because that's just a given <laughs> for me. Um. Probably the my least favorite, and because I, I do like all the the Freddy movies, and uh, uh, probably my least favorite though is probably going to be Freddy's Dead out of any of them. I just thought it got way too cartoony and goofy at that point, and that's kind of why it's my least favorite. Um, it's a Looney Tunes cartoon. It really is. Yeah. It really is. If if you don't include the remake, then I'm with you on that. Freddy's Dead. Would back, be yeah, I would say that too. Probably man. <laughs> the backstory is the only part of that movie. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that would be my choice for that. And obviously my favorite is the original. It was the first horror movie I ever saw. I mean, it's like the soundtrack for that fucking film is like so fucking creepy and scary. I love the music in that. Freddy is just evil and just fucking batshit crazy and just scared the shit out of me as a kid. So 
I've I've always loved the first one. I, I've it's it's my personal favorite Wes Craven film, and so that that's why that's my favorite out of the the franchise. But I mean, I, I love most of the Nightmare movies, so um, they're all pretty close in, in in ranking. You know, especially for the first four movies, they're all right up there with each other. But so that's kind of my my choice for that. Um, what about Friday the Thirteenth? All right, all right. <laughs> I mean, we include the remake on that one. I know some people here like it. I really do not care for the remake very much, man. I would say that's my least favorite. If we're not counting that one, then I'm going to go with Jason's versus Freddy. And if we're not <laughs> counting that, then I'll go Jason Goes to Hell. If we don't count Jason Goes to Hell, what would it be? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, Ted. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it's like a dream come true. No, I'm just kidding. Sean, <laughs> um, we're all friends here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not a big fan of any of those. But <laughs> I don't blame uh, you. That's my hated movie any of that makes sense and my most favorite friday which changes all the freaking time man so <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go with part four that seems to always stand out the strongest for okay me, so i love part four yeah, i think jason is the most brutal he's still still alive at that point i don't know man i just it's I, some it's of some of intense, tom savini's best work in yeah. that movie too and it's an intense, like, I feel like once it starts, man, he's just, Jason keeps going and yeah. going at everybody. And Jason's the ending is freaking great, dude. I love the way they kill Jason and how Corey Feldman goes off. I love his character as well, man. Another Feldman. great job actor. But definitely part four. Die. For now. <laughs> Die. You like well, how sure I was about it. <laughs> my least favorite, and this is as far as we say our opinions change all the time. This will has never changed and never will change. Is Jason goes to hell? It's is so ridiculously bad, and that's all I need to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my favorite, it's it's really close between four and six, but I'm going to go with six because it was the first one I ever saw. Yep. Seeing actual kids in the camp in the movie was really something unique. Um, the the humor in it, but not over the top. I I could go on and on about how why I love it, that movie. Okay. I love it. All right. Um, since I'm not I'm not gonna. It would be the remake because I'm just not a big fan of the remake for different reasons. But since I don't want to include the remake, so I'm going to go with Jason Goes to Hell as my least favorite. I hate the backstory that came out of nowhere for Jason and all this mythology that was not built up to. It's just all thrown at you. It feels like one of the cheapest movies. It feels like a TV movie. The music's terrible. I I think some of the characters are really stupid, and I just don't care for them. Feels like at an all. episode of Friday the Thirteenth, the series. Exactly, it does. It does. I like Stephen. I, I like what's the actors. The guy who played Steven. He the, he was on the show too, of course. Yeah. Um, Stephen Free. That's not his name. Stephen Free. <laughs> I can't remember the actor. John D. Right but I like him personally as an actor. He's fine. I just think the, everything's just rushed. It feels cheap. It feels. Yeah. It, it's just a bad story. You have some decent kills, but you know that doesn't make the movie for me. So yep. it's the least my least favorite. My my favorite is always a tie between parts two and six 
since Mark already mentioned six, I'll say part two. Part two, I love. It's basically part one, but it's injected with steroids. You got Baghead Jason, which is, in my opinion, iconic as hockey mask Jason. I love it. Um, I love Jenny. She's my favorite final girl of the entire franchise. She's smart, resourceful. She she, she is gorgeous. Um, I love Amy still. Let me just say that. Okay. I love Amy still. <laughs> I love so, but, um, but really, it's a good slasher movie. It's got a lot of energy to it. I love the editing. I love the pacing. I like the characters in the movie. I do feel bad when they get killed. And um, I just love how everybody's reacting to camp blood. Like the whole, you know, it's like now this new dirty secret for Crystal Lake. Don't go to, don't go to camp blood. Something bad happened over there. Let's just try to forget about it. Mm-hmm. I, I really like part two. Nice. I love it. Uh, for me, uh, it's also going to be Jason Goes to Hell. I mean, I, I fucking love the remake. Um, and actually, I, I like all the Friday the 13th with the exception of Jason Goes to Hell. That fucking pile of shit, number one, they removed the mask <laughs> off of Jason. Number two, the fucking demon slug body swapping bullshit. And then Doesn't make any sense. No, and then number three, the fucking shaving scene. In, in the movie, I mean, that was fucking out of nowhere and, like, not needed. I mean, just everything with that movie was just, like, a bad decision, and so that's why I fucking hate that movie. I, I haven't been able to watch that movie in probably 15 years. I Every time I try to watch it, I can't fucking get past, like, the first 20 or 30 minutes. I fucking shut it off in anger. It's It's just so frustrating trying to watch that movie for me. So that's definitely my least favorite in the Friday series. Favorite's always going to be Jason Lives. Uh, it was the first Friday movie I saw as well. Um, it's got everything. It's kind of got that gothic horror kind of aspect to it. You got Frankenstein kind of with Jason being brought back with electricity and everything. And, and his look, I, I fucking love his look in part six. Uh, obviously, the music is great in it. And then you've got like all the Alice Cooper songs. In it. it just everything is so fucking good with part six. And it's got the comedy injected into it. It's just like the perfect Friday the 13th movie, in my opinion. So that's why I would go with part six. Animal for you. (laughs) Wrong episode. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. So uh, what about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I absolutely hate Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. Anyone who thinks the movie is great has lost their fucking mind. Watch it again. (laughs) reassess your life but <laughs> i'm just joking but i don't care who's in it even if there are decent actors and actresses i don't know man i don't get that movie i've never really been able to get into it. i've tried i own the fucking blu-ray like an asshole because i like to complete collections but me too, man. me too i don't get the whole rich guy you know i mean i don't know like the weird Illuminati cool theory yeah, yeah cool theory wrong movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not into it. My favorite, God, this shit is fucking hard, man. <laughs> I really love the original, but I'm gonna pick part three because in recent time I love watching part three. Okay, so that's a good one. Yeah, I love I love the look of Leatherface and the family just seems extra batshit crazy in this way. Yeah, I don't know his freaking name, but the dude that's out in the swamps bitching about everybody making him <laughs> work all the time. I love his fucking character. That guy's great. <laughs> He's one of my favorite characters of any horror franchise. Yes. 
and it's scary, man. That's one, you know, they went back to, you know, two is fun, but I felt like three went completely back to the horror side of things. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. So I like it. Going with Texas three. Well, I haven't seen all of them, especially a lot of the most recent ones. Yeah, I'll say that too. I didn't mention that. So I'm going to have to agree with Next Generation as my least favorite. But my favorite, I don't know if it'll ever change, will always be the original from 74. Okay. It's just so creepy. So simple, but so fucking creepy. Yes. Yes. And it is like... I can't think of a movie before it that started the the whole trope of picking up hitchhikers ending up being your demise. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's picture. perfect. It's it's got humor where it needs it and it's got scares and blood and gore where it needs it, but it's not over the top on any of those aspects. I think it's perfect. I like it. What about you, Ted? All right. Uh, least favorite, obviously, Next Generation. <laughs> it <really laughs> sucks. It's not even funny in an entertaining way. It's just weird, bizarre. It doesn't make any sense with the whole Illuminati stuff, which that doesn't even happen until, like, the very end of the movie. You're just like, what is going on? <laughs> and, like, like Leatherface isn't scary in it. And Matthew McConaughey is just insane and hemming it up, which – Generally, I'm okay with, but it's just like Sean said, wrong movie. <laughs> sure, it, it, wrong movie. It, it's it's really bad. It's not good at all. I don't have any redeeming values for it, qualities for it. My favorite is the original. Always has been, still, and uh, it's so visceral without it actually being graphic. It's all in your mind. There's barely any blood in the movie. It's creepy. I mean, you got this guy wearing all the skin mask, and you're just like, "What the heck is up with this guy?" And then you've got the the family, you know, and everything comes together in the end with the family dinner and all that stuff. I mean, it's just that screeching it's, sound it's, throughout the movie too. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, yeah, it's it's just a really good movie. People people hate Franklin, but I think that was the whole point of the movie yeah. is that he he is annoying, and so. Everybody likes to hark on that one thing, like why they hate the original. I'm just like, whatever. You just don't get it. I love <laughs> I it, yeah, because he gets it. And he gets killed it. right there in the wheelchair, <laughs> man. And I love it how in part two you see a skeletal remain still in the chair, holding the light, uh, the flashlight. Yep. <laughs> so I love the original. I love everything about it. It's fantastic. Okay. Still need to use the bathroom, Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, for me, uh, for this one. I could easily say Next Generation, but honestly, the one I hate more than that is Texas Chainsaw 3D. And, like, so Texas Chainsaw 3D had some cool things with it, like the kills and everything. And I I like how they remade, like, scenes from the first movie in it and, like, rebuilt the house and and all that to include that. Um, So I I, I did like that aspect of it. But, number one, um, this cousin of Leatherface should be, like, fucking 40 years old. And she's played by a fucking 20-year-old actress, number one. Um, and then the whole get him cuz fucking <laughs> line that she throws out at the end as he gets his chainsaw and, like, he's basically like an anti-hero now. And it, that fucking just... 
I still mm. haven't seen this one. So. <laughs> I think it's a fun slasher movie, but it's... everything you mentioned, Isaiah, is true, though. It doesn't make sense. No, it, it really doesn't. How is she only like 20 years old? When she, how is she only 20 when she really should be in her 40s? Yes, because they got fucking smartphones, and we're talking from 74 to whenever, you know, like mid-2000s at the earliest for smartphones. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> chicks should be in her 40s. <laughs> So, um, so that I, that's what makes me hate that movie, but it does have some good kills. It's, it's, it, I like the look of Leatherface in the movie. Um, but yeah, it's just not a good movie. So that, that's my least favorite in, in the series. Uh, my favorite is going to be TCM too. Uh, I love like the, uh, just kind of the weirdness of it with the comedy. I mean, Bill Mosley as Chop Top is my fucking favorite character in the whole franchise, it's it's my favorite just because of the comedy aspect and basically uh, Leatherface basically getting a girlfriend and stuff like that in the fucking movie with Stretch. Got a girlfriend. So, I, I love that and plus Dennis Hopper fucking being batshit crazy too. I mean it's it's just a winning combination of everything I've, I've and it just makes me love that movie so much. So. Wielding dual chainsaws, fighting Leatherface, Luke Skywalker style. Yes, it's, awesome. it's fucking great. So that's why that one's my favorite in, in the franchise for that. Um, so uh, just two more to kind of cover here uh, uh, briefly here. What about the Romero dead movies? Oh, man. Someone else go first. I'll go first. So my, uh, my least favorite for this series would be Survival of the Dead. And honestly, I like all of Romero's dead movies, um, but Survival's the weakest one in my opinion. Obviously, it was his uh, last one that he he got to direct, and obviously, it was independently made. You know, un, unlike uh, some of the uh, earlier ones after Night. Um, so, it, it, I like the whole Hatfield and McCoy's kind of aspect of it, but it just like it seemed like it relied too much on the comedy side of things, and it just the movie overall just kind of felt dull to me. Um, and that's kind of why it's my least favorite out of, out of the, all of his dead movies. My personal favorite though, would be Dawn of the dead. Um, and, uh, I mean, that one is like, it's been one of my favorite horror movies for the longest time since I was younger. And it's actually like one of the movies that made me want to actually start making movies. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast before. And so, I mean, just with, like, the special effects. I, I love the Goblin soundtrack for it. I mean, everything with that movie I just fucking love. And so that that's why it's my favorite out of out of that franchise. All right, man. Oh. Go ahead, man. I'll cut you off. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll go, man. Uh, I thought, you, want, I thought you needed more time. I just, I'll <laughs> go. Uh, least favorite is also Survival. Um, like Isaiah said, I like the whole Hatfields and McCoy type thing going on, on the island i i like the general story it's not like how it was executed the romero seemed to be fixated on zombies evolving and getting smarter so you have him riding like horseback and stuff like that i hated that crap yeah um that was so stupid in my opinion <clears throat> and um the movie feels like it only has two acts it just it feels a little weird like like it feels like it has just one act and then the second act is the the you know the the final act when it should be a three act structure but it's not that's just how it feels to me so i just just didn't really take to it didn't care for it um my favorite is day of the dead i love how visceral it is i love the acting in it it's super dark and 
I love Captain Rhodes. He's one of the greatest villains in horror film history, in my opinion. He's so insane. He snapped. But, like, in the first half of the movie, I'm agreeing with him because I'm like, yeah, why should you risk your soldiers to to get zombies to, you know, for these scientists to diddle around mm-hmm. with when they're, your soldiers are dying off? But, of course, when he goes really nuts and starts executing them and wants, you know, he just loses it. Then you're like, okay, well, I can't be behind you now, buddy. But right. I understood. I understood your position, and I agreed with it at that point. But you're freaking. Well, I mean, he was already crazy. He's pointing a gun at Sarah, you know, saying, "Sit down, or I'll shoot you." So I mean, but I mean, his position, I agreed with. Yeah, because it's true. You got your man. He's got to. He's got to worry about his man, and then they're they're being put at risk. And he's like, "Y'all aren't at risk. You scientists aren't at risk. We're at risk. And why do we have to keep these things that can kill us?" Like that, all they have to do is bite us or whatever, and then we're gonna die. Why do we have to keep them next door to where we sleep? And I'm thinking this guy's making freaking sense. <laughs> but you know, just like Romero's movies are all about the reason things can't get good or get better is because we can't, you know, work together. So I mean, it's it's a fantastic movie. In my opinion, it's probably Savini's best movie of for his uh, special effects because they are just some gruesome special effects especially the at the end man when everything's everybody's getting killed and massacred and stuff it's crazy like that guy's voice box getting stretched oh it's oh, so hard, perfect, so hard to hear <laughs> it gets oh i just saw so day of the dead is just fantastic <laughs> it's survival of the dead for me man i couldn't think of my least favorite because i like all these movies i like survival of the dead but it uh, of all of them it's probably my least Mm-hmm. Some of the reasons you guys said, and I agree that it seemed like George Romero was fixated on the evolving zombies, but I'll say maybe we were all too much on his ass to make more zombie movies. And he was just trying to think of something else to do with the genre. Cause he had already done what he needed to. Yeah. But that's yeah, just my take on it. And that's why that's what we were getting at that point. It wasn't even, that's why I think the first three are a little bit better than the ones after that is because the first three all had another, it wasn't just the zombie movie. It had other things going on with it. So right. Day of the dead is a hundred percent. My favorite man. Dawn is a close second, but I mean, I love all of them, but day of the dead is just freaking amazing. Like, I think it's one of the best horror movies. It is Tom Savini's best effort. I'm not going to question that is his best effort. Like everything in there looks real. Mm -hmm. and and it's that's part of what makes it so i mean it's just in your face there's nothing hopeful in this movie they can all argue and have their ideas but all of them are shit because it doesn't matter the zombies have fucking won everyone is dumb for the only guy like Rhodes, i kind of agree with you like some of the shit he was saying did make sense but i mean it was all just such a shit the only guy i probably could have got down with was the jamaican I'll mm-hmm. out here. I'll get on it when I'm ready to leave. Let's go try to do. Go something. to an island and chill till we die. Yeah. Yep. All this craziness. Because really, that's the only thing you can do at that point is just find an and isolated area. Not, yeah, and hope there's nothing there, or at least enough you can wipe it out. Yeah, and, and then just soak up some sun, like you said. Yeah. I like Enjoy it. life. Well, I don't think I've seen survival. Not that I can recall, so I have to choose Land of the Dead for my least favorite. Okay. And my my favorite is Night of the Living Dead. I've said a million times on the show, it's my favorite horror movie of all time. I 
I've never not had a good time watching that movie. I highly recommend checking it out in 4K. It is absolutely gorgeous. Yes. I like it. Yeah, especially if you can get that Criterion release of Night of the Living Dead. Oh, my God. Fucking beautiful. Perfect. I love it. All right, so... To kind of wrap things up, we've got one more franchise to talk about uh, here briefly. Uh, I want to talk about the Hatchet franchise. So um, I'll go ahead and start this one off, too, um, just to be different instead of me ending it. Um, My least favorite, and honestly, I fucking love every single Hatchet movie. There's not one I don't enjoy. Um, But if I had to choose one to be my least favorite, I'd probably go Victor Crawley. Um, Not that it's by any means bad or anything wrong with it, but it's just kind of my least favorite out of the bunch. I, I do like how they kind of contained it within that plane and everything. I kind of like that whole aspect of it because that was different. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that, that one would be the one I would go for, for my least favorite. And then my favorite out of the franchise is the first one. I've, I've always loved the first one. I thought um, Adam Green did a fucking amazing job with, with the movie and, you know, getting Kane his own character again, especially after playing Jason for so many years. And now he has something that's his own, you know, uh, with, with the character um, in this franchise. So I, I fucking love Hatchet. It's got the comedy. It's got the gore. It's got everything. I, f- I, I just fucking love it. Ah, least favorite, man. That's hard on this one. Because like is. you said, these are all freaking great movies. I'm going to go with three just because I enjoyed a lot of, like, there's so many things I love about three. It's hard to explain why I would pick it, but I kind of, the ending, I was, I don't know. I don't know if they really knew how to end it. So they just said, fuck it, let's melt them. But (laughs) I mean, it was still cool. I don't know, man. That's just me kind of picking one out my ass because honestly, I like all these fucking movies. But part two is definitely my favorite part. I mean, not to take a phrase Ted always uses, but it's part one on steroids. But <laughs> it kind of is, man. Like, oh, Victor Crowley is extra freaking violent. Yeah, again, it's got the right level of comedy. I love Vernon's fucking character with his chicken and biscuit song. And, Biscuits and so. gravy. And I love the ending. I think it's the most perfect ending of all the movies in the franchise. Okay. Uh, he's about to get back up again and you always hate that shit it's like why do they fucking do that and she's like no fuck you or whatever and blows his fucking head off a few more times so i love it (laughs) i gotta i gotta say victor crowley and the same as everyone else here i love all of the movies I, i watch them as often as i can the only reason I think Victor Crowley is the weakest is because it felt like it should have been longer. Okay, sure. I, I don't know. I don't know why. It just felt like it was. It, it needed maybe another 15, 20 minutes on the film. I could see that. Uh, it, I don't know. Maybe like the end sequence felt a little rushed. I don't know. I can't put my finger on that part. But my One favorite thing was is, refreshing to me was it wasn't in the woods again. Not yeah, it was different. Um, my favorite is the same as Shauna's part two. It is just so brutal. The they gave uh, Tony Todd a lot more of a character in it. Mm-hmm. Just the chicken and biscuits song is <laughs> fucking great, man. <laughs> I sing that shit while cooking breakfast a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, and when he was uh, he was trying to hit on Daniel Harris, it was hilarious. <laughs> just 
<laughs> so many reasons. This yeah. is my favorite. I bet moss fly out if she opened you know. mm. <laughs> Oh, Bats fly out and crap. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. All right. What about you, Ted? All right. Well, again, like everybody, I love every movie in this franchise so far. I love all four movies. Looking forward to a fifth if we ever get it. I hope we do. I'll just so this is hard. I'm gonna say three as the least favorite. Um, I I, I unlike Sean, I, I did like the ending with the whole "Here's Daddy" and <laughs> smashes the urn over his head and everything. I love that whole scene, but um, yeah, it just kind of felt like another retread of two. Okay, like you have a group of people with guns going in to get Victor Crowley or whatever. You know, it, it just it, it felt the same. And two is my favorite; has been since it came out. Um, I love I love the whole aspect of rednecks going into Honey Island Swamp and to uh, you know take out whatever is there or not there and to prove the swamp safe so we can go back to gator hunting and get my tour business running up again. <laughs> the tour, of course, Tony Todd's fantastic. Like Mark said, he has such a huge role in that one. I love it. And um, Tom Holland. And of course, Daniel Harris takes over as Mary Beth, which was a great choice. And I'm just, I'm a Daniel Harris fan. I don't care. I think she's a great actress. She has so much talent. Whenever I see her on the screen, I'm like, yes, I can sit here and watch whatever it is. She's even if the movie's crap, she can be like the 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 lights at the end of the tunnel or whatever sure. you want to call it. Um, I love the story. I love how the mythology has expanded, and you learn like Mary Beth's dad and her uncle and um, what's his face, Arhe Mahalif. They were involved with the whole fire and how Victor Crowley died when he was a kid. I love, I love that whole aspect of it. So it opens the mythology up more. It does what a sequel does. And I love the characters, obviously like Vernon, funny, hilarious. I love that character, but all of all the other characters too, like Chad and, the one guy, I can't think of his name right now, but he's all, he's like, I always take my boat out in case I hook up with someone. Like, you can hook <laughs> up with Cletus. <laughs> yeah, Cletus, thank you. He's like, who are you going to hook up with out here? Her. <laughs> and F her. <laughs> she ignored him. <laughs> so, I mean, the characters are great. So, I mean, it's a very entertaining movie, and it's got some great kills, special effects in it. And I love the ending. She just, Daniel Harris, Mary Beth, she just, hatches the crap out of his face yep and then you think it's just gonna go to black but then she comes back with the shotgun and blows his head off with the <laughs> shotgun then then it goes to black yeah i fucking love it <laughs> it's great i love it yep uh it's i almost want to switch to two but i i'm gonna stick by one just because i, I mean one was so fun it, but yeah two is a close close second for me um i love it though but what yeah, we say about us that it's so easy to hate, but so hard to pick something. We it like. is. It really <laughs> is. It fucking is. Um, but we would also love to know what you guys think. You know, what are your guys' favorites out of these franchises? You can feel free to let us know. Um, you can reach us by our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at CLS Podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, it was definitely different to be going back to some of the stuff that we used to do back in when we first started the show and getting away for a little bit from reviewing movies. Uh, we will get back to reviewing movies uh, in the future, but we're going to take the next uh, six, uh, five episodes after this one 
uh, to kind of do some different things just to get to episode 100, which will be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, before we leave, though, was there any final words of wisdom? Actually, I had a few thoughts on money from the late, great Bobby Heenan that I heard today. And so I thought I'd relay them on to you guys. But the first one is money may not buy you happiness, but it sure can keep you there for a long time. <laughs> and money may not buy you love, but it sure can make her think so. <laughs> and that's it. Love Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> The first one was great. I was like, oh, that's so perfect. It is. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, don't forget Vinegar Syndrome's backup. It's only, it's their partner's only month, so they can get all the orders from the halfway to Black Friday sellout. But they got some good partner label movies out and documentaries. So, I mean, definitely check it out. I think. And no, we're not paid by Vinegar Syndrome again. <laughs> Even though I wish we would be. <laughs> I just love the company because they're, yes. they're a great company. They really so, are. I mean, they are. So, you know, just check it out, you know. I like and, it. Uh, there you go. I'd like to say as the world gets back to normal to non-pandemic states, just remember, you still need to wash your fucking hands. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Even after the bathroom marks. Do I still have to wash them after the bathroom? Please wash your hands after the bathroom. (laughs) Please, for the love of God. Darn it. Not for you, Ted. We know that's how you make your money. (laughs) Shit. I sell my bath water. (laughs) Anyways, with all that being said... We appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode, and we will see you guys next week. This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.